Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Once I played a penny who just couldn't stop the beat. Yes, with roller skates on her feet. Because it's recently deceased A real cool mom Musical version of Tina Fey Tina Fey Now come with me and fly I am your host, Miss Carrie Butler Together you and I are brave I'm here with Annie Meisels. Hello. And <laughs> she has done a gazillion voiceovers, commercials, and is a very accomplished theater actress, television actress. You can go look her up on IMDb. She's been on like almost every television show that's filmed in New York City. No, 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 no. <laughs> a lot. No, no, no. You've been on a lot of TV I've been shows. I've a couple, but not as the, many as you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she's an amazing actress. And today's topic is... What other ways can you use your talents and skills and still get paid? Right, right. <laughs> when, on those times when you're not performing in a show. Mama needs to make money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story, how you got started. You went to college. Yes, yeah, so ever since I was a little, little girl, I mm. always knew I wanted to be an actress, which fascinated me because going to college, you meet all these people who just didn't know what to major in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Does everyone know? <laughs> like, how do you go to college and not know? But that's very common. So I went to school for acting. I am also an athlete, or I was, mm-hmm. and I had a scholarship to go play lacrosse at a oh Division God, I One school. <laughs> and I turned it down to be an actress. And then wow. years later, I apologized to my father. But I, I just wanted to be an actress. So I went to Rutgers, which had a very good program. program, and uh, and that's that's sort of they have a they have a showcase, much like uh, yes. Ithaca, right? Yes, yeah. So they have a showcase, and then from your showcase is where I got my manager, and then who you're still with now? Who I'm right? still with. I was talking to him recently. He's like, "Don't worry, you're a lifer." Over like, twenty years. God, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which isn't which isn't common. But no. um, anyway, through him and also through the the showcase, I got an agent mm-hmm. way back when I've had. 
couple agents since. Yeah, but, yeah me too. Uh, I don't know. I think I got my commercial agents back then as well. And then, so I was already in sort of commercials, and I was had a theatrical agent, and I wanted to get into voiceovers. And I remember it was time to re-sign. It was SEM and M. Yeah, we were both. Yes, we were yeah, both I the same we were both agent. With them. Yeah. So it was SEM and M. It was time to re-sign, and I called my manager. I'm like, it's time to re-sign. He's like, don't you want to do voiceovers? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. Well, let me talk to them. And he literally just said, hey, she wants to get sent out for voiceovers. And they said, okay. And that was the end of it. And then. I started doing voiceovers and I booked doing voiceovers, so they sort of stopped sending me out on camera. Mm -hmm. So then it was this whole balance that I'm literally still working out today. Yes. So, and now, um, now I coach That's people right. who, who want to do voiceovers. I mean, the whole landscape has completely changed. I know. Like, so. we used to be able to really make a living doing voiceovers. Now they go a lot it's, more non-union. There's a lot of non-union work. I mean, we would have... We would have five auditions a day. Yes. So that would be, I mean, a, you know, 20 auditions a week because you're just bumping from one to one to one. And then you'd have two bookings a week. Like mm -hmm. that was a normal week. Mm -hmm. Even if it was like, oh, you're just doing radio, yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're like, yeah, I'll do an industrial for $2 an hour. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> but the landscape has changed. There's so much non-union work. Uh, and the scary thing is, is that union people are thinking oh, about... Oh, and by union, because this is for yeah. beginners, we're talking about SAG-AFTRA. SAG yeah. That's for television and film. Yeah, AFTRA's... Uh, voice. American Federation for Television and Radio Arts, which right. was always the voiceover. Right, yeah. right. Uh, unless you were on camera for TV, which I think went on to SAG. Mm -hmm. So yes. anyway, now they're combined, so it doesn't matter. But now they use a lot of non-union non -union people, and because union... Actors and actresses are struggling to get work because so much of it is going non-union. Um, they are thinking about going FICOR, which means you uh, put yourself in a position where I think you you pay dues to the union, but you're no longer allowed to vote. Oh. And then you can do non-union work, but it really weakens the union. Yeah. So it's not really Ideal. a great idea right. no wow. and then what you're doing is strengthening the non-union work which right. is taking your work away from you and believe me the union has your back i right. mean you're going to get paid more you're going to get residuals you're going to get all all sorts of things where oftentimes a non-union it's a one-off and you're getting yeah not a lot of money in so yeah i encourage yeah, everybody the to unions stay. give us health care everything um, you can yeah yeah so what do you teach people in your voiceover class like what skills do you think you need to have um, I think you generally, in the most basic way, and you know this too, but I think you just need to sort of be able to break down a script. Yeah, easily. so it's your basic acting skills. Yeah, it's your basic acting skills, but also, you know, when you're auditioning for television or film or, yeah. um, or, or theater, you're invested. You're very right. invested. You work on those. We coach yes. together, you yeah. know, like you yeah. work. Um, on a voiceover, you get the, the script right then, mm -hmm. and you go in. So mm -hmm. you're not invested, and truly, the more you invest, sometimes the less the you worse get. It. It, yes. Yeah, the yes, worse it is. Yes, that's true, that's you know, true. It's, sometimes it's, it's just off the cuff, but you have to have those skills in you right. to be able to make it sound off the cuff. Right, I mean, it's your instinct. A lot of it is yes, instinct. instinct. And then just be able to sort of break down a script. What are the operative words? What do you, you know? Some people have amazing voices and everybody tells them, oh, you should do a voiceover. But unless you have those acting skills, right. then you're not going to get the work. You're not, I mean, I know a girl who, um, I, I, on both ends, I know a girl who sounds so, for, for lack of a better word, normal. 
-hmm. Like she doesn't have a sort of raspy voice or mm -hmm. she also doesn't have some sort of very distinguishing quality to her voice. She books all the time. Or at least she did. I haven't seen her in a while because she moved to London. But she, I mean, she had accounts after accounts yeah. after accounts. And she just sounded like your everyday mm -hmm. gal. And then I know another girl who has that yeah. very distinctive quality to her voice and she can go super low. And she cannot, she just has this very distinctive voice and she just couldn't do it. She's a great actress, but she couldn't do the voiceover thing. She was very good friends with a voiceover uh, agent who they tried. Wow. <laughs> it's like, it's just not your thing. So you- Yeah, it's interesting. Like some, well, there's different kind of copy too. Right. Like the ones I feel like I get the most are ones that are funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, it's almost hard sometimes sounding natural, selling. That's the thing that I feel like you could help the most with because having like these really wordy phrases and things that don't sound natural. There's, it's really hard to make the copy it's sound really natural. Hard. Yeah, we used to joke about that bit getting in the booth and they're like, by the way, you know, don't sound like an announcer. And yes. the first word is introducing. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you have to go against all your instincts. But um, I would say even the trend now, do you remember back in the Volkswagen days? Like I have this kind yeah. of like thing. I'm like, oh yes, yeah. the Volkswagen days. And Volkswagen they had, it was that whole like Kate Moss was the model of the time. Uh -huh. And you know, she had this, I don't really care about life, yes. you know, attitude. Yes. And that was the, the voiceovers. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, Volkswagen. Yes. Get one if you want it. You know, yes. That wasn't the copy, uh -huh. but it was really. No, totally. You, you didn't care. There's a trend, not going back to the sort of grunge of that, mm -hmm. but the real like, you Dead know, pan don't. Kind of yeah, real, the less you can, like the less animated you are, which for me, I tend to go animated. <laughs> me too. So they're, my my engineer is always saying, do less. Um, yeah, just bring it down and throw it away. Throw, yeah, throw it away. There's, that's a common thing. But he's like, you're doing too much, or mm -hmm. you know. So I have to constantly pull my own self back mm -hmm. to not care. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, th I think. Oh, I know what else yeah. we should talk about. A lot of times now, agents. Almost all our auditions are done at home. Yeah, a lot of them are done at home or at the office. But no, there's not I, there's not so much at casting directors now. Right. Although it's coming there back are, a little yeah, bit. It's yeah, there are back. some. So what happens when you get an audition? They'll call you. Some You either go into the office right. and wherever it is, the casting director, sign in on the, the paper. You don't need a headshot and resume. You don't need to No, no. Um, so if you go to And a, then they call yeah. you into the booth. You get the sides that minute. And then you go in and, and record it. But lately, we're getting it sent from our agents. Right. So oddly, if I get an audition for a television or, mm -hmm. or a film mm -hmm. and they say, can you self-record it? I actually prefer that because I feel like I have more control. Me too. Right? Mm -hmm. I can do a thousand takes. Yes. I can look at it afterwards. For a voiceover, I prefer to go in. I oh. prefer to be directed by my the engineer at the, at the office or any any person who's oh who's, interesting yeah because I just you know I need perspective mm. you know I need perspective so it uh, it's it's always nice to have another another ear so I if but I so do you choice. think people need to have if they want to pursue this do you think they need like a, a really nice microphone a place where they can record well now I think agencies will almost require it do you have something a place at home where you can record auditions because mm -hmm. so much is now done at the office and the office doesn't have enough space or time so you have to send in an mp3 yeah so some people do it off their phone but the quality is not that great right but people have booked off their phone yeah I have. um <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> um I uh I mean, what do you what do you use at home? Well, I did have a fancy microphone um, 
I I think I got maybe a snowflake. Yeah. Um, what do you have? I have a yeah fancy one too, but I don't think it's a snowflake. But that's fine. I don't know what it is. But um, but sometimes I do just use my phone just because it's a little bit easier with recording it and sending it for me. And do you, you have to go through GarageBand, I think, when I use the, the, the microphone. And I don't know. It just turns into a lot for me. So on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do too many steps. Yeah. But for the phone, you just send it. You don't. You yeah. Know. Yeah. So, well, so if you do. Well, so do don't, you, don't do that, maybe, people. Don't, no, don't no, follow no. my example. Well, no, people do book. <laughs> Definitely. People do book. But do you have, when you do use a microphone. Do yeah. you like put yourself in a closet? Oh, I, <laughs> I go into my closet right. with all of my clothes. My, my closet, you, Annie knows me, I'm a mess. My closet <laughs> is a mess. Like there is stuff all over the floor. And I'm so I'm in there locked with the door closed, clothes <laughs> hanging on my head and Which laundry basket next to me. Sometimes I, I balance my pages on the laundry oh. basket. <laughs> But it's probably good because it sucks in the sound. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. People hide themselves in their closets. I mean, they have yeah. this whole like, and they get, you know, foam and everything. Really? Oh, yeah. I take my pillows. This is how, you know, makeshift I am. Yeah, I'm very professional. I take my pillows and I make like a teepee and then oh. I put a blanket over <gasps> my head. And so I'm under, I'm in a very non-vocally <laughs> uh, professional, whatever you want to call it, position. I'm half the time like crunched over. And um, it's not, you know, I don't recommend it because some people have like a situation where they're standing up and there's a music But I mean, for people just starting out, they don't want to spend a ton of money. No, no, that's totally fine. But be able to do that so your sound quality is pretty good. If you use your microphone, you need GarageBand or I use an an app called Audacity. But it lets you do multiple recordings, like multiple takes. And uh, and, And edit them? And edit them, Oh, that's good. But there's something that I don't even know. Like I know somebody who's so technically... Technologically savvy, which I am not, mm-hmm. and there she she's like, oh, uh, my, uh, uh, you know, her levels are all set. I'm like, levels. Oh wow. Like, levels. <laughs> like, is there a tab for levels? <laughs> no wonder I'm not booking off my, you know, like. I, uh. <laughs> so anyway, wow. but I prefer to go in if I can. Okay, um, and so yeah, you're signing in. You were talking about that. What you do, but you don't sign in at your agency usually, right. or maybe you do. I mean, we don't. Right. Do you? Well, you're at my agency. No, no, yeah. I'm not anymore. Oh, that's right. So yeah. do you sign in at your new one? They don't. I do it all on my own. Oh, you never go in there? I never go in. Oh, can there. you if you want? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So there you go. But I like it. I like doing it on my own. I like it much more. Um, <clears throat> now, what about, have you ever done an audiobook? Um, I have. I have. I've done maybe two. It's And not... again, we get those through our agents too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. I know some people who really do a lot of audiobooks. And in that case, they might sort of have an in and then the producers might just call them. Yes. But I don't know for sure because it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't like doing four hour sessions. I mean you have to do long yeah. sessions of reading for days. Yeah. Or, you know, at least one no, day, eight yeah. hours or so I don't really like doing audiobooks, but unless I've done an audiobook where I'm a character in an audiobook. Yeah. That's fine. So I've done that. That's fun. Yeah. I've done audiobooks too and um I, to, to train myself, because I knew as an actor, we absolutely have to have our hand in as much as we can yeah. to make a living yeah. as an actor. Yeah. Um, and so I went to, I think it was the Jewish Institute for the Blind, oh. and I volunteered <gasps> to read oh books there. Oh my God, I there. wanted to do that once. I never did And it. I did it, and it was amazing, and you're actually in a studio, and so you feel good about yourself because you're doing something good for other that people. That was so... And Smart then I also learned great skills 
on how to record and um, wow. for a long amount of time. So what? Oh, so you're actually you're not reading to them live. No, you're reading. Oh, you're yeah. I mean, now you probably I don't know whether they still do that because there are so many actual audible audio books. Audio yeah. books. That is such a wonderful thing. Yeah, it was great. Wow. But so anyway, I'm saying that you can practice that on your own. Yeah, and you can also do it on your phone and play back. Yeah, you do it on your phone. Listen, play back. Um, Because you have to be able, I feel like if you can't go a long time reading out loud, then they will definitely not use you again. Uh, For an audiobook? Yeah. Well, I can't, yeah. And like I did a few teen ones and um, yeah, it was like, Four or it's five hours, hard. and you, I think they want it to go fa- as fast as possible, and so they would love it for you not to make mistakes. Yes, yeah. um, but it's challenging. Yeah, it's really challenging. Have you I ever- just read um, or listened to Tova Feld Tova Feldshu. Yeah, do what? Um, do this book called The Choice. It's so good, and she <laughs> was giving a performance. Oh, really? Wow! Oh my gosh, it is amazing. Listen to it if you can. First oh, of all, the my. book is amazing, and Tova's performance. I think they give awards for that, and is that right? she could be up for an award. She was spectacular. Wow! Yes, <laughs> I do have a warning. The choice. The choice. Okay. Audible. Have you ever done a video game? Yes, you have. Yes, I have too. Yes. They're, I was going to talk about that too. Really? Yeah. They're really hard. They are. Right? Hard. Yes. I, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do So I'm on this really famous, fancy um, video game by Rockstar. Oh my gosh. Everyone's going to kill me I for know, not knowing what so it funny. is. Is it De- Red De- Redemption? Dead something? It's really, really big. And I'm on that. And I'm actually, not to brag or anything, but <laughs> I've been voted the sexiest person to give a bath on YouTube. <laughs> Dead Redemption. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I could give you a bath. Oh my goodness, you're going to get some... This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But so, so this is crazy. You go into this tiny studio that's hot, <laughs> and you put on all this headgear. Oh, I didn't have to do any of that. Oh, oh because they oh. because you put on all this headgear, and then they have cameras. Oh, they're using on you. 
The, oh, on, wow. the head, on the headgear, like this helmet has a camera facing you and it's so close. <laughs> you're filming your face. <laughs> you can see your pores. <laughs> and so they're filming all your facial reactions to go with your video oh, game character. I and then they're fi also filming your body as you're doing right. it. And, and there's so much screaming. That's, well, that was my problem. Yes. That was my problem. And you have to do every single sound. Ugh. Yes. And for hours. For and then I would have hours. to go do a show and be like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sing. I was doing a show at the time and I had to do these things and I was like, I, can't, I was on prednisone. They had to put me on steroids because I lost my voice. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I'm never doing this again. But, but I will say doing those, um, that's a great job. I and know. I have friends, no, well, I have friends who have been on like the stars of those games, and it's actually brought them recognition. Um, yeah, because oh, they're like on, on right? huge billboards. It's that you can tell yeah. it's them, oh. and um, that's great. It's months and months of work, and then they get to go to all of those like Comic Con right. things. Comic -Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're famous in the video game Do you world. Know Stephen Ogg. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He totally, he totally busted out through that. Yes. That was great. Yes, that was so great. You, it's like you never know. You never know what could lead to something, what could help your career. I was on one that was also quite famous that I honestly have no idea what it's called, but people like, oh my God, I saw your credits on this. Did you do that? I literally called my agent and said, did I ever get paid for something called this? They're like, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that was me. That was me, definitely. And I was like a character again. So that was like... It, it, and so how you audition for those is the same as you would audition right. for anything else. You get a call from your voiceover agent. It's voiceover. It's kind it's of voiceover. voiceover. You get a call from a voiceover agent. You go in. Right. Or, or you could even do it in, again in your house. Record the lines. You don't have the other person's lines. Right. And you just say these things. You have no idea what the story is. It's kind They're of They're very secretive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I just auditioned for something yesterday where... You know, you're a robot. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you're a robot, but sexy or something mm -hmm. like that. And you have to read like random lines unless they're like, say this as if, you know, oh, say this, say this as if, uh, uh, sorry, they'll say, um, you know, say this as if you're annoyed. So it's a really weird direction. Like, oh, you know, they don't really give you context or they do give you context, but it's all some weird world. But yeah, they're, it's the same idea. You just go in and you audition or they come. It's actually more fun to audition for that because you're a character. You're not selling. Yeah, I know. That, know. that is fun. And then another um, way to use your skills is doing cartoons. Have you done cartoons? Have I done cartoons? I did I did one um, kind of interstitial. Inter, is that what they're called? Uh -huh, interstitial uh -huh. thing. But uh, I'm surprised you haven't done more cartoons. You have great I would cartoons. Love, yeah, you love I, I mean, I would cartoons. love to do cartoons. I just never. Do I don't you not, audition for that You much. don't audition for them? Mm -mm, do you? I mean, I do. I, actually, I auditioned for a lot of cartoons. Recently, I have in the past like three months, but but before that, I hadn't. I love doing where cartoons. Do you, where, really? I yeah, mean, I would love so to do them. So much fun. And you just, you just, I don't know why I just don't. I, I assume they uh, cast more out of L.A., but that's they do cast a lot in L.A. But um, that's great. I don't know, Which ones did you do? <laughs> I did this one called Princess Guinevere and the Jewel Riders. I was Princess Guinevere. <laughs> <laughs> and then I played like her dark sister. <laughs> this this is Princess That's Guinevere fine. by the power of the jewel stone. That's, I said something like that. Oh. And then her sister, by she I would talk much lower. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Oh my God. Um, but so that is, sometimes you do cartoons and you record with everybody else in the room. And right. sometimes you just stand in a booth and you only record your lines, which... And they'll give you the direction, like, oh, and this this is happening, this is happening here. And and so then you just say your lines a bunch of times, and then they just edit your performance, kind of. 
Yeah, yeah. I will say it depends on what you're auditioning for. The, one of the most fun things to work on is something that's with a pair, with a partner. Oh, yeah. But then you have to be careful. Do you want us to overlap? Do you not want us to overlap? So, you know, that's just something that you figure out when you're, when you're in the booth. Um, I'm trying to think of what would help them, what, what would help people, you know, when you're in the booth, what kind of direction you get. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, those kind of things, like oh, yeah, terms like, of right, the, right, right. Yeah, terms you know, of like, business. yeah, throw it away more, mm-hmm. add a smile. Oh, yeah, they say that. Um, because, you know, you smile and it all of a sudden sounds happier, even if you're not. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, what else do they say? Uh, I felt bad. I was in the booth with this girl and she was getting all this, you know, she told her to... Um, yeah, you can ad lib. And then she did. She's like, you know, that's not what it says. Read the script. It's like, you told me. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, actually, ad libbing does help sometimes getting a commercial if you go into the audition, if you're funny. <laughs> yeah. If you can think of something funny to mm-hmm. say, or a button, or. Yeah, a button. Um, you can't change the lines. You can't change the script, I don't think. You can change the script, but occasionally you can add a, like, like if it says, um, uh, welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome to Lowe's or something like yeah. that. You can say, hi, welcome to Lowe's. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you can't. Or in the middle of it, um, you can add a word occasionally. I mean, they kind of want one clean. And then you'll say, hey, can I yeah. Yeah. ask the casting director? Hey, can I, can I add a little bit or can I That's improv a, a little bit? But yeah. I would, they probably want one clean, meaning one the way it's written. Clean yeah. means the way. Oh, and then another thing is they'll say slate. And so that is when, what, how, do your slate. And then I'll do mine. Oh, God. Would you actually have one that's not? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Annie Misels. Okay. So, yeah, so that's kind of that's like mine. That's pretty so, Some people just will be like, Carrie Butler, you know? Uh, but I always add personality to my stand. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm Carrie Butler. Right, right. I think it's good. And actually, I learn from somebody because I, you know, let's say the script was, uh, let's say the script was a poppy, like, fun girl. Right. And I would end up going, Hi, I'm Annie Misels. Yeah. And then, Hi! And then turn yes. into this girl. And she... I remember she was playing like a very important person and she literally went, I'm going to say Jane Doe, but she was like, hi, this is Jane Doe. And then she went into her and I I was like, that's smart. I I think think you should slate. And actually that goes for um, acting auditions too, which I don't do, but I think that you should walk into the room and slate as close to the character. Yeah. I think that's smart. Because I think people sometimes don't have imaginations. And they want to cast the part. Yes, the person. Do you know that one time, this is way longer, but it was AT&T WorldNet, mm-hmm. whatever that used to be, and I had auditioned for something, and the, I met the producer later, and he, and he said, I wanted you when I heard your slate. And oh. I was slating for something something else. And then he called me in again, and, you know. I mean, that's another thing is my voice has changed personally, mm-hmm. and I think it was because of the time I was on Pregnizone and I blew out my voice oh. from that yeah. Uh, video game. But my voice has changed. So that, I don't know, that could be, I used to have a much more raspier yeah. voice. But um, but then that goes back to what you were saying where you really have to sort of n- not just have a specific voice, but also have the technique to, 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 you know, find the operative words or throw it away or do something off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even for voiceovers, I'll become different characters. Yeah. Just like you said, like sometimes you're the important person. Sometimes you are the mom. Right. I have a different mom voice. Right. And slate in that yeah, voice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes you're this, you know, that really sexy, deep voice right. kind of selling suntan lotion. <laughs> um, I just did, um, what, oh, some weird cat cartoon thing. Hi, this is Annie. You know, yeah, <laughs> you have to like yeah. go into it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and not- so actually way you can practice this is at home, come up, especially if you want to do cartoons, come up with a ton of different characters. Yeah. Name them and record yourself. And so then when you get the audition, you could say, oh, that dog character that I do, you that's good for yeah. this voice. Exactly. So then you have a whole, just like you want a book of your songs, different song for different part, you have a book of your characters that you can think of off the top of your head, you have this. Pull oh, it right out. You yeah. pull it right out. Oh, which character voice would I would be right for this? And so then you don't do the same exact voice for every single character. Yeah, that's really smart. And that's, that's a way you can do work on, homework on your own mm-hmm. while you're waiting for the auditions and record it. Yeah, record it on your phone. Listen yeah. back so you know you know what you sound like. Yeah. Um, okay. So our last thing that we'll talk about is um, just commercials, mm-hmm. uh, TV commercials. Um, a lot of times when you go in for TV commercials, so the same thing, you sign in, you sign in. wait in the hallway, and area, wherever it is, yeah, yeah, and then um, <clears throat> and then they call you in. A lot of times you'll go in with a pair or whatever, and you're playing different parts. But I felt like I don't do on camera commercials anymore. But I felt like when I did, they would ask you to improv a lot. Um, sometimes I think it just depends on the the product and the production you know like the the producers like oh these people love it they want to find they want to hear your personality they want to watch you do something different and usually what happens is if you have a lot of copy and copy means script Mm -hmm. so if you have a lot of copy they will have it written up on a big piece of tag board um, right next to the camera so it definitely helps if you can memorize as much as you can but it is going to be written up there the problem is if you have to look at your partner and then look back to cat to right next to camera to read the script so I often will kind of Im- not improvise a uh, pa- paraphrase yeah. if I need to, um, but you should be able to feel comfortable paraphrasing, and then they'll tell you, "Well, you said it wrong," and then you know, "Okay, I need to stick to the script." Mm-hmm. Um, the, especially for voiceovers and for TV commercials, you should really you you can't improvise the product. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. You yeah. have to know the product, and that is usually an operative word meaning. That's what you need to land on your mm-hmm. audience, the operative word. So Carrie happens to be drinking Vita Cocoa, coconut milk, right? Coconut water, water yeah. right now. So you don't want to say like um, Vita Coconut Water is the best thing you'd ever find. You have to say Vita Cocoa, coconut water is the best thing you'll ever find. You have to. <laughs> thank you for sponsoring us, Vita Coco. Yes, thank you for sponsoring us. We are, we are here on 50 Thursday. No, but, um, but you can't. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> she just spilled my bite of water. You can't just throw away the product. So even exactly. if you're That's improvising, make sure the product is, is clear. But on camera commercials, yeah, I'm, I'm trying Before to- I would go in, what do they, don't they show you like, oh, this is a breakdown. Sometimes you're just going in and doing something like because they're taking having a ton of different people right oh like actually where annie and i met on a commercial was doing a gateway commercial and all we had to do was make faces at the camera i think we had to say one line but i didn't get you got to say the line i didn't get to say the line (laughs) we were still both in the commercial we played (laughs) we played college College students students. yeah (laughs) that's how long we were in friends that was so long ago and So I would, before I would go into these auditions, I would um, improvise in my head 
and think about different things I could do mm. that would be funny. Mm. Um, yeah. Just whatever they're throwing out at me so that I'm prepared. I use my time in the waiting room just thinking about things I could po- that they could possibly ask, ask me. To and, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And there's often a storyboard. So right. a storyboard are, are pictures of... Um, the different frames, right? So they'll be like, in this frame, you'll see a mother and child walking to a car. In this frame, you'll see the 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 Subaru Forester car, and it'll say underneath, like, you know, the card of Subaru Forester. So that's not you. And then it'll say, mother says, honey, climb in. We're on, we're going to soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can actually see what happens in the commercial. And that's actually a good point for voiceovers too. Yeah. Because sometimes the visual can give you an idea of how to say that line. So if they're showing a beautiful sunset, you know, oh, you should be feel like when you say that line, you should feel like you're looking at that beautiful sunset. But on that note, yeah. when you are doing a voiceover audition for on camera mm-hmm. or a job for on camera, they are seeing the picture. So you don't have oh. to go overboard vocally. Right, right, right. Whereas if you're doing radio, you need to paint the picture with your voice because there is no visual picture. That's a really so good point. So there's a difference. Good, good point. So, you know, that's a, I don't, for on camera, it's different. I mean, for on camera. But yeah, so anyway, on yeah. camera, you'll see what, what it's going to be from the storyboard. Yeah. Um, um, and then you just go in and you slate and you go into it. Okay, so our last thing now oh, for real more. Okay. is Annie's new business that she started. Uh, well, I, I coach voiceovers, mm-hmm. and I actually coach uh, acting too, auditions, mm-hmm. but um, I also am a public speaking coach. So I am doing a big workshop for a company called Teach for All on Thursday, and I'm doing a big workshop for a law firm next week. And so what do you do? So you're using your acting skills. And I absolutely use my acting and voiceover skills, 100%. So you know this, or I don't know all you listeners out there, but you're most likely in our world, the the acting world, the business as we call it. So I find that Often these skills of public speaking, they come naturally to us. Right. I mean, we like being being mm-hmm. the center of attention and being on stage. Um, but there are those that don't, and especially those that are not in the yes. business. Yes. And they don't know what to do, <laughs> and they have very important information to get across, and they get so nervous, and they get so freaked out, and sweaty palms, and their focus is all on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, from tip to tail... Uh, give them tools and techniques to use so they can feel confident, they can feel at ease, they can feel comfortable to get up in front of anybody and make a speech go from good to great. That's great. (laughs) And so it's almost like you're coaching them to do a monologue. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I think think with a monologue it's a little different. When you're getting up to do a public public speech uh, or a presentation, engaging the audience is wonderful. The more you can engage okay. the audience, the better. When you're doing a monologue, the audience is in your head. Right. I mean, they're there, right, right, right. but you're talking to somebody specific in your head, mm-hmm. um, and you don't need to ask rhetorical questions like, hey, has this ever happened to you? Or mm-hmm. show of hands, or things that oh, really engage your audience. Oh, so, because okay. you're worried about losing your audience, whether you're on stage as an actor or whether you're on stage as a presenter. Mm-hmm. But whether you're when you're on stage as an actor and you're losing your audience, you really need to put your focus on your on your partner. Uh-huh. You need to really just jump in and, and sink into what you're doing uh, in order for the audience to come back, right? Oh, yeah. On, when you're giving a public presentation or a public speech, 
your focus, if you feel like you're losing your audience, you have to engage them more mm-hmm. or, you know, do whatever you're doing, inform them, teach them, yes. um, wow them. But you have to do it more because mm-hmm. you think your, your, your focus is in the wrong place. You started focusing on yourself or you started focusing on your PowerPoint and you're losing your audience. So ask a rhetorical question, get them involved with what you're doing. So okay. Well, a whole okay, so so plug your company. So, <laughs> Annie at a powerful voice.net. Annie at a powerful voice.net. For any public speaking for voiceover coaching or acting coaching, you can find my number there and my email, Annie at a powerful voice.net. <laughs> and um let's just spell your name too for anyone who wants to find you on Instagram or, or yeah, anything like that. So Annie, A-N-N-I-E. Misels, M-E-I-S-E-L-S. Thank you so much for being Thank with you, us, Carrie Annie, Butler. my best that friend. Was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Breaking Broadway, produced by Broadway Podcast Network. Opening song by Aaron Accurso and Joey Mazzarino. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please like leave a comment, or share with your friends. See you next time for more insider tips to making it on Broadway. Together you and I are breaking Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.